both awkward well the reason why we play that is because you know we're doing our projections by the way this is initiate contact keaton's here i'm your host keaton wanager and this gavin is my co-host gavin and uh we're gonna do projections 125 and 133 and uh we, we figured one is the loneliest number kind of thing was a perfect fit for there for a while was spencer lee maybe thomas gillman be in there well, and for stuff, a while and spencer lee was just a lone wolf yeah yeah. And now he's added to his wolf pack. <laughs> yeah. And now it's and a wolf pack of two, two for sure. Many. Two. Many. Maybe actually. in a ten. And ten will hopefully be added to this wolf pack. Then is it a herd at some point? I would say yeah. it should be a herd. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we're th- this is really early projections, but these first two are really easy, I feel. Yeah, these it, we got like we said in our last podcast, we got that one-two combo back. Um, first off, though, before we jump into any of that, let's talk about some you know recent happenings in the world of Iowa wrestling. Yep, uh, you're probably talking about the Hall of Famer. We'll we'll, oh. we'll start out. Yep. So Jeff McGinnis was inducted into the Athletic Hall of Fame yep. for the University of Iowa. That's a big deal. Yeah. We have a lot of studs coming through with the Iowa wrestling oh, program. Oh, and he was a stud. And uh, I think I saw it was like the thirtieth or fiftieth uh, year or something like that. Uh, so it was like kind of a big one, you know, like uh, of the Hall of Fame inductees or whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah, it'd probably be 50th. But anyways, Jeff McGinnis is one of those, came from small town Iowa, freaking stud, uh, came out right away, and uh, I, think he, I think he ended up All-American his first year and then winning it his second year. And then his third year, he, like, you know, was struggling to make weight. Oh, at, like, uh, 126, I believe. I'm kind of going off of memory and some of the stuff I read earlier. Um, you were you were a youngster then, yeah. Gav, so we yeah. can't expect to get you have you get it completely right. Yeah, but uh, anyways, then there was a guy by the name of Mark Ironside that was coming from his same high school even, and uh, there was a talking like he ended up wrestling um, one thirty whatever it was that uh, I think Jeff McGinnis was hoping to bump up to. And uh, so I think he basically he took the year off, gained weight, got on the you know like that Iowa football type program that we talk about, like Dan Erickson did and a few others. Yep. Philip Ketty did back in the day, yep. like all these guys that were Dan Dennis. Or no, no, not Dan Dennis. Uh, Dan Erickson. Yeah, yeah, I Dan said Erickson. That one. Was, uh, but these uh. are, these are guys <laughs> that uh, you know it, some it's when you have a room full of just animals. It's hard to fit a spot that helps both helps you wrestle and helps the whole team. And he was one of those guys. He took a year off. Let's Mark Ironside take the 30-whatever. I think back then it might have been 31-ish or something. Maybe even 33 still. Who knows? But uh, I'm sure somebody knows. But anyways, uh, and he bumps up to like 142 his senior year and still fucking wins it. Like that, that's Iowa wrestling there. When, when you can just make shit happen. He's just a stud. Yep. And, and so it's well-deserved. Yep. 
I don't, I don't know. I, you pulled something up there. What, what was his? Uh, well, some of his records or something? Uh, well, no. Um, you, you basically hit the nail on the head. Uh, he won it as a sophomore and a senior. Um, kind of MIA for his junior year, but, yeah. but uh, recorded his best season would have been his sophomore season when he won it with a perfect thirty and zero record. Nice. Um, but one notable thing about this: so the football player that was inducted with him. Was Bob Sanders? Bob Sanders, yeah, he's in good company. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you're no slouch if you're on the same list as Bob Sanders. <laughs> that's that's a hell of a class. There. Yeah. Uh, but um, and then and then also, so we got really sad news. We don't know the severity of it yet because there's honestly no new information yet. Um, Sam Stoll. Why can't people just leave his fucking knees alone? Yeah, yeah. And he, he it wasn't like he shot himself either. It's. What are the odds of that? Oh, I I haven't I haven't seen the full disclaimer, the full story yet, like the police report or anything like that. Have yeah. you seen that? Well, no. Um, I don't even know. If every, everything I've been I've been I, I stopped following message boards a couple of days ago when the message boards were going absolutely nowhere with this topic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so far we really don't know much. Um, if you and if you look at Brand's uh, track record, he's not going to disclose any information about an injury if it's possible for him to wrestle on it. So if they're holding out information, if anything... I I wonder what knee it is, too. If it's that same fucking knee, so help me. I'm yeah. going to, like, kill somebody. Oh. You know what's funny? This reminds me, so, like, I think it was, uh, oh, it was, it was Telford when he hurt his knee. I saw him at a bar, like, like, Two weeks after the uh, season, so don't worry, he wasn't drinking during the season, you fuckers. <laughs> but anyway, I wish he would, uh, you know, just for, for my sake, you know. <laughs> then, then we'd have common ground. But uh, anyways, he had the brace on, it and I tapped it, and I'm like, "How's the knee?" And I'm hammered though, so I'm like, now looking back at it, I'm like, if anybody touches Sam Stoll's knee like that, I for one will definitely headbutt them because. Oh. You would call that guy it. It'd be the big old douche word, and, oh. and there'd be a fight. But I'll tell you, Telford was a man. He just stands up, pulls up his his uh, his. He was wearing sweatpants at the bar. Pulls up his sweatpants and shows me the incision and shit. And uh, it was actually, you know, he's a fuck. No wonder why he's out there wrestling, kicking ass. Because if any guy that's just like showing it off, having some beers, having fun with it, and no worries, like that's a mindset to get you back in the game. You know, yeah. like it, this this little thing. Don't hurt me a bit. Everybody, come come take. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you want to shout the title still, bitch? <laughs> uh, but th- it, that's a big deal, man. It, that That's a lot of potential. Depending on how bad it is, if it's if it's career ending, I mean, I might feel super bad for Sam Oh, uh, he's Stoll. had a rough go. Do, do, and we don't know. I mean, I, I'm guessing people probably assume it was just uh, – Drinking and, and cleaning he, guns and fucking. I, and you know what? Yeah. It's four a.m. Who doesn't go hunting at four a.m.? So <laughs> I'm going off that. They're just up early, a little yeah. too tired yet. I uh, I have to believe it was probably harmless, playful fun. But uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I I wouldn't put it past. Uh, I wouldn't put it past the cops. Shot him. He's like big and coming at them, yeah. and he's you know. It could even be you know when, when if you're. Uh, did you hear about that FBI guy dancing and his gun came out of his, uh, like he did a flip or something? Gun came out of his hole or his pants and uh, he went to pick it up and it discharged into a crowd. That happened in Colorado like the same time Anybody last die? week. No, just like hitting the leg. 
Sam Stoll. <laughs> no, but it was in Colorado. Actually, I wonder how how does Kill have ties to the Iowa City Police Department? Oh, for sure, dude. He's like the Illuminati of like fake wrestling, like wrestling wannabes. You know, I. Th- do we need to revisit like a conspiracy episode? Maybe. Not only is he racist, he's uh, <laughs> he's in ties with like Iowa City uh, higher ups as far as police. Maybe even maybe even like freaking professors. If we ever we have two smarty kids, so he can't get any of us flunked right now. But I I it w- I would not put it past him that he's part of this. Yeah, yeah. he's he's interwound in in the Sam Soul gunshot. You know, though, also, I hate to say this, and this is kind of on a negative note, we get into a lot of trouble. We were just talking about Seth Gross because his name popped up on some rankings crap. I don't know why he's up there, but actually, uh, he's an Iowa guy. But, uh, you know, like, we get in a lot of trouble. we got to somehow calm it down or at least, like, maybe have a safe haven spot for these guys to go shoot guns and uh, drink and, like, like, a back alley, like designated just for Iowa wrestlers, you know, or something I like that. <laughs> I hear you. Maybe, maybe like you're right have, here. Have you ever seen the Rick and Morty episode where no. they, where they go off to a planet and they just in this planet you can't die. You can just people are shooting each other and they just pop back to life. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, he uh, watches Rick and Morty. That's a good episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. It, any more you want to talk about that? Or no, I, I think we just got to wait that out and see what happens. See how the surgery went good, everybody. Uh, I got that much, and um, we'll just see how good. You know, like, We don't know the actual extent of any of the no, damage? No. Okay. All right. Well, um, and then we got a big-time pickup, though. Big and early. Real early. Hopefully not so early that uh, something stupid happens. You know, like... Uh, he decides to go somewhere else. No, commits, I, or... I, 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 with this kid, every interview that I've read about this kid, he, he's not going anywhere. This, he can't. He's be more serious than to be yeah, a Hawkeye. He is a serious guy. You can tell just by from some of the shit he was saying. Like he was even talking about like he liked how intense and serious the brands were about talking about future and like and you know everything wrestling based. You yep. know. Like, he, there was no, he basically mentions there's no bullshitting. Um, you know, they, they went right into talking about wrestling, right into the recru- recruiting spiel and what they expect out of him and the seasons to come with him. And, uh, and guys that can take on that mentality are freaking tough. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to badmouth, uh, you know, like anybody that might have decommitted because they might have came back as well as we talked about with Jason Renteria. But, uh, um, you know, that shit still happens because you got to remember all these other coaches are calling them. It's like when you put your fucking number in to look at a car. Like you just put your number in and just to get some more information, some specs on a vehicle you want to buy or something. You have 30 fucking salesmen calling you. That's what this is like. Yep. You know, they're not – he's going to be bombarded still for the next he, year you know, and a half or yeah, I, I just want to take uh, a second to read a quote that he said. Um, it just gets me – because when you listen to this, it is what the Iowa program is. And it's always been this way. And even with us not having a national title for how many years, um, we haven't lost this identity of ourselves. And it's so awesome for upcoming recruits to even see that. But he goes, uh, watching a guy go out there and not care about what the other guy thinks and just getting after it, that's fun to watch. 
I try to uh, I try to match it in in I try to match it in some ways. I like to perform in front of people and put on a show. So staying right there, you know, it's always been kind of what Iowa wrestling is yep. is is we don't care what you're doing. You have to worry about what we're gonna do. And yeah, and I think. I saw somewhere that uh, it came down to like Minnesota, Illinois, and us. And then once once Mark Perry came over, it was a lock. Um, I, I don't want to mix recruits, but I'm pretty sure it was Patrick Kennedy that was uh, a big fan. Of Mark Perry. So once again, Mark Perry, um, you know, to pick up was huge. Sure, recruiting sure. there on the coaching front. And, as and well. but and looking at uh, I know on his uh, commitment post he. He, he had on Twitter, um, you know, from a young age, wearing a Hawkeye, Hawkeye shirt. Yep. So, he grew up an Iowa fan, that's for sure. Sure. Um, it's not like he – who else do you have to cheer for? <laughs> Living in Minnesota, it's not like the Gophers are worth a shit. Um, well, let's jump into – so, we're going to start kind of – we decided to take our time. We have a lot of time to fill between now and next wrestling season. So, we're thinking, hey, let's take this two weight classes at a time. Uh, podcast every week or two and 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 that gives us a chance then too to actually be with you every week or two to go over some of this recruiting stuff that's happening or shootings or whatever else (laughs) yep exactly um so first off 125 yep uh pretty open shut file on this guy that's the first play he's winning it all again his his only competition really is is going to be suriano and and we all know how that went. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? He's only going to get better. Like, Seriano doesn't have a room like Iowa has. And and you're going to hear you, – you'll, you'll know it when we start talking about 133. Not only is, uh, you know, he in a room with uh, Thomas Gilman. Yep. Um, he's going to be in a room with, with three, four, 133 pounders. And don't forget, he's in the room with Tom and Terry Brands. Tom and well. Terry Brands. And I saw, I just recently saw and Corey Clark. I still around. I just saw an interview after uh, Tom Brands. Uh, it was it was some promotion for the World Cup done in some language. I had no idea what I was watching it in. <laughs> it was a super awkward and weird commercial, but it's hilarious. I'll show okay. it, I'll show it to you after the podcast. But it was you could tell Brands had just gotten done with a workout. He's like doesn't have a shirt on. Just, Guy, he just jacked as fuck. He is still a man. Yeah. yeah. God. Those guys. I, I figured he'd, you know, he wasn't looking like that. Yeah, anymore. he would have some flab or something. Yeah, no. no, no, he's mean looking. He stays away from the BV diets, and that's where we lose it. You know, I think that and Burger King and McDonald's <laughs> and <Yep>. pizza. And- <laughs> um, but then, but then, really, so all he he's got, you know, he's got Soriano there, um, and then you got Lezak. Yeah, Lezak was a pin or a tech ball when they met. Yeah. Yep, and so basically those are your top three coming back from last year. Yeah, and really I'm not worried at all about Spencer Lee other than injuries, obviously. the You know, he 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 luckily, uh, I shouldn't say luckily, he wisely um, wrestled enough to stay away from an injury this year and uh, hopefully this summer, uh, this offseason was a whole time of, you know, strengthening that knee even more and everything. He's... So my my thing's always injuries because we've we've been plagued. And what 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 what's gonna be what's mind blowing too? You think about this. He had almost there's not too much he could do to prep himself for 
for last season. You know what I mean? Coming in, he had to rehab, 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 oh, yeah. rehab. But you watch that- a little bit, rehab, rehab, mm-hmm. and now he's he's full he's full bowl right now. He he's ready to go. Yeah. And, and you got to assume with this much training in his in in uh, behind him coming in the next year. Yeah, and and well, even to, like we talked about earlier, t- Thomas Gilman wrestled with him so that Thomas could get better for um, you know the final acts and stuff. I mean, like he's just top caliber, and he's he's young. I mean, sure, yeah, he has like more of a beard than you do, but he's you know he's still young. <laughs> yeah, and who was it? Um, was it when Ramos said? said Dayton Fix was going to beat Gilman yeah, yeah. and and they are interviewing Gilman and we may have mentioned this in the last podcast as well but but Gilman basically was uh uh saying I'm not I'm not nerve I'm not scared of a Dayton Fix the only person I'm I'm scared about is Tom or is uh Spencer Lee yeah that is his biggest threat which right now. is uh quite a statement yeah yeah and I like the fact that he sat out of all this extra freestyle stuff, um, mainly focusing on his career with Iowa for now. Yep. He knows that's always going to be there for him later. Exactly. They know that's that's what the next goal is. As soon as he's as soon as he's ready to move on. Yep. Most everybody that's even talked about when they're re- being recruited, as we uh, are big proponents of moving on to the next level. Yep. So next, we go to 133. Austin DeSanto. DeSanto. Transfer in. So go ahead and just read down who's in front of him right now as far as people that are coming back this year that uh, finished hiring him last year. So this weight class is loaded yeah. still. Sure. There's, they didn't graduate too many, at least not um, in the top ten. Uh, so as most people know, Austin DeSanto made it to the round of 12 last season. Almost comored someone um, for uh, to sneak one sneak one out. Didn't quite pull it off. Hey, if it would have worked, I mean, he would have got a lot more, a lot less shit for it. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, you know, you got the returning NCAA champion back. You got Seth Gross and who he faced in the finals. Um, uh, what, what what is it? It's not McCheney. Michik. 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 Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know he so so basically here I'll just say this we the top five kids the top five um, finishes last year all return so you got Seth Gross um, Michik uh, Wilson from NC State Pletcher of Ohio State and Cade Brock of Oklahoma State and then you also have uh, Scott Parker who finished seventh um, Bridges from Wyoming who finished eighth uh, and Jack Mueller. Um, he was also finished in, in the round of 12 from, from Virginia. And then you got Ernest from Missouri and uh, McKee from Minnesota. So that is it's still a loaded weight class. But DeSanto went to the round of 12 last year. Sure. And he didn't have the partners he's going to have this year. So I'm looking at this list, and I see that they're missing one out of uh... – all American, basically, right? So, and he's right on the edge of that All American. I believe he lost to Michik in the dirt, that Kimura thing, right? Yeah. And that match, yeah, it was a little out. Like the score was definitely against him, and and he he got out wrestled a little bit, but 
he only got worse at the end when his temper started to get there. And, you know, like physically and everything, I thought he was in that match still. I remember watching it and uh, it, it, you know. So there's nothing to say that he's not going to be um, – there's nothing to say that he's not going to be an All-American, basically, is what I'm getting at. And especially when he now has competition in the room, like we talked about earlier. It, like, when you're getting your ass beat every day by um, Spencer Lee, you're going to get better. Sure, he might uh, have a flare-up here or there, but guess what? Then there's going to be others in the room for him to wrestle with that have completely different styles where he can perfect some stuff. And, and not to mention, like, Jason Renteria... Also is right there. He's coming in. We we uh, um, we might even have. Oh crap! Who's who's a? We had another one coming, did we not? I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, but you know, there's I thought that I can think of. But there's there's more people in the room that just basically. So the idea I feel here is we're gonna have Austin DeSanto at 133. I feel like Jason Renteria is probably gonna redshirt. I feel like. Unless how many how much year does uh, uh, Jason have? How oh, many years? Uh, I think it'll be three. Three years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then one of them's so. So I think we're gonna see um, Renteria redshirt, and then next year I think DeSanto's gonna have to bump up to forty-one. Is the talk on the street? He's you know he's a little bigger and stuff, and uh, then we'll have a fit there. Thirty-three, forty-one. Not to mention, you know, they're to start though. You know damn well the Branzes are going to have them going back and forth as competition to see which one's going to actually have to redshirt or not. Sure, and that's going to push them both no matter what. Yep, and and uh, kind of something else that's kind of notable. You know, he, uh, DeSanto did beat uh, Mueller um, in the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. uh, or not not the quarterfinals. Um, what what do you call the field of thirty two? Yeah, basically, or whatever that is. Um, so, but but he he dominated him. He he won sixteen to eight, and he was the seventh seed going into the tournament. Uh, so he had earned himself a top eight. You know, so he's right there. He yeah. he is he's all he's already. If it wasn't good for his being all American, if it wasn't for his meltdown, he should have finished uh, all American. I you know I would think for sure. But um, you know, I'll, it, it'll. A lot of it will come down to seriously just getting his head right. I think physically he has a ton of ability, and uh, if he can keep his calm and keep things straight and like just critique himself in a, a manner in which he doesn't blow up, uh, he's only going to get better for it. Right, right. I'm with you. Um, anything else we're, we need to cover? Well, that's so. That's our quick uh, 125. Well, well, so let, let, we got to throw out a real projection, though. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. gonna say I'm gonna say he's seventh. I think he's gonna be right there. What, what did Jack Mueller end up getting? Uh, Jack Mueller, um, he ended up finishing where where same place, same place, round of twelve. Yeah. Um, he so uh, DeSanto lost when he tried the Kimura. Um, he, he lost to the Rutgers kid, uh, Delvacio, Delvacio, who ended up finishing sixth. Okay. And he lost to him in sudden victory. 
So that was Ooh. the match that knocked Ooh. him out. Yeah, it's a close yeah. match. So I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him at fifth place. I think. I think that's a good spot for him with everybody. Like all things considered, yep. as far as uh, Look, looking at it so far, he's it, it, easily going to be three points better on anybody. Yeah, and this year than last. Looking at it, it's got to be as far as who returns. Um, it's got to be the 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 toughest weight class returning. Yeah. Um, so with all with all that, you, you just assume that by putting better partners in front of him and having more competition in the practice room that hopefully it can it can springboard him to fifth. And you know, we're not no bunch of like Stephen Hawkins over here trying to like guesstimate the future. But uh, this this is uh you know, with all things considered, if if if, if they're all on track, no injuries, I mean I, I don't see why not both you know, we have a champion. And we have easily a top five guy. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. So we got. So basically, we're and we're gonna figure this out. Just minimum points that we can score yep. um, with the finishes that we're projecting. So right now we have Spencer Lee, obviously gonna gonna win the whole thing again. Yeah, we're gonna give him the same points he had last year too. What was that? Twenty seven points for the tournament. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And then we'll put DeSanto at at uh, fifth. And then when we're done with this whole thing, when it, whatever how many months that'll be, two and a half months, <laughs> uh, we'll do we'll do overall score. We'll we'll figure out the math to see how many team points that puts us at. Yeah, that, that sounds interesting to me. All right, well, guys, thanks for tuning. You have any, something else? Yeah. To so add? we started our Twitter page. I think we told you a little bit about it earlier. Initiate contact. All. One word. I don't think you can do two words in Twitter, but that is still oh. something I'm. Very okay, yeah, we, us and the twatterization. I don't know uh, much about. Yeah, yeah but it's so. at initiate contact, and uh, we, from there, hopefully, we like I already posted that we had an episode today, so we'll keep you informed on there as far as when episodes are coming out. Like the the night we're making them, then they should be done within like three hours. You know. Yep. Or maybe longer if we plan on having a few more BV diets and relaxing and thinking it through yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, we need more. to, one of these times we really need to uh, just kind of spend an hour and a half of just getting shit-faced before we yeah. get on here. Yeah, I mean, well, let's do that on our next episode. Yeah, this is way too sober and I don't like it. You know, I, I did make an Abril Nelson piece of shit from leftover yeah. from earlier and you had a leftover flask of Tito's you found, but it's still not... You know, the right environment. No, it feels weird talking about wrestling when you're drinking a Moscow Mule. It just, <laughs> it's like a... Like a woman. It's the gayest wrestling's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, follow us on Initiate Contact. If you have any questions or anything, go ahead and uh, post them on, like, what, our Stitcher? Is that where we normally uh, got those? Yeah, leave a comment. Best place to reach us at this point now is um, Twitter. Is, can they, like, like, inst- like message, like, straight to us? They yeah, no, just, just ask a question and tag us at Initiate Contact. <laughs> I we'll, feel like such... We'll, we'll read like, it. I feel like I'm 80 years old with how little I know about Twitter. <laughs> well, you and me both. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Out.